I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey, everyone. On this episode, I have Kat McLeod. She is the creator of the Stay at Home Mom Entrepreneur, the proven framework for creating a highly profitable business that you love while working two hours a day. And I am so thrilled to have Kat here with us today because I obviously am a mom entrepreneur, a busy mom working at home with my kids. And so I'm really excited to hear what she has to share with us that's going to actually help my life be better because <laughs> I'm desperately in need of it. So welcome Kat to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm really happy to have you here too. And we obviously want to learn a little bit more about you. So can you tell us uh, a bit about your background and how you actually started in your in the business you're in right now? Sure. I started my first business 20 years ago at the age of 22. It was a wildly successful business where I made multiple six figures a year. However, I hated it. So I shut it down, went to graduate school and started business coaching in graduate school. I was going to get my master's in psychology and was training to be an MFT and I pivoted to business coaching and I have not looked back since. And now that I am a busy stay-at-home mom, I created a framework that helps other busy stay-at-home moms find fulfillment and meaning outside of motherhood so that we can be more than mom again, yet stay mom first. So um, you are a mom, of course. Do you have younger kids? Do you have older kids? How does that look like for you? I have a six-year-old son, and this will be his first year in school full-time. Where we I live, kindergarten is only three hours a day. So that is how I developed a framework that enabled busy moms to work for less than two hours a day using my hyper-focus model. I love that. I have a six-year-old daughter, and this is her first year going to school full day because first grade, yeah, she had half-day kindergarten. Um, so we're, we're in the same boat. I also have two younger ones. So even though she's at school full-time now, she just started today, um, I still have two other ones that are constantly pulling my attention. So um you have this framework that you spoke about, and it's called the hyperfocus model. Can you tell us kind of an overview of what that framework looks like? Yes, my stay-at-home mom entrepreneur system is the actual framework for all the steps needed to start a successful business honed from my 20 years of entrepreneurship. And within this framework, I use a hyperfocus model. I'm going to go over the 30-minute and then the 15-15-15. The 30-minute hyperfocus model means that for that blocked off 30 minutes a day. So that's usually before the kids get up or right after you focus 
only on what is going to drive your business forward. So on a roadmap on my stay-at-home mom entrepreneur framework from A to Z, that means if you are on step from D to E, that's all you focus on or E to F, whatever it is, wherever you are on the framework, that's all you focus on. If you are further along in your business and getting clients, then for that 30-minute block, all you focus on is your client getting skills, like whatever actually gets you clients, what actually brings in clients. So it depends on where you are in your business. What works even better than that is the 15-15-15 hyper-focus model. That's 15 minutes before the kids get up, 15 minutes at quiet time or lunchtime, 15 minutes before they get to bed. Because as we know, we can really do a lot in 15 minutes of hyper-focus. We can really do a sprint. So you use the same framework from A to Z, depending on where you are in your business. And during that 15 minutes, you focus only on what's going to move you to the next step or what's going to get your clients, your client acquisition model. And, in, and when you're doing mundane tasks, like all of us moms have, where we are folding laundry or doing dishes, I mean, everyone has these. That's when you think about what is my next task so that when you sit down to do your sprint, you focus solely on what is going to move your business forward. I have found this to be highly effective for myself, for all of my clients, and it eliminates the I don't have time excuse. And so you also teach people like that they could get everything done that they need to get done for their business working just two hours a day. Is that correct? That's correct. I make businesses with my clients that take about 15 hours or less a week, sometimes up to 20, depending on what my client wants to do. I myself have scaled my business up to 15 to 20 hours a week, and that's it. I'm always mom first. So what does that look like? What does your your two hours during the day look like? If you're doing um, a 30-minute hyper-focus or you're doing the 15, 15, 15, like what, how do you fit in the rest of it? What does that look like for you? That looks like for me, I focus on reaching out to clients, connecting with them. And then during my free time, I'll do things like posts or, you know, my content and things like that. And this also includes the time that I speak to my clients. So I haven't scaled my business to include more clients right now until my son goes to school. And then I will have the time I'm choosing to scale my business to take in five more additional clients. But as my son was in school halftime, then my clientele was full. So I had to put in those hours because it was really important for me to be able to maintain my mom first status. And do you ever work with service-based businesses um, where it's providing a service for that business? So like, for instance, I do funnel design. So I have the time where I need to focus on getting my clients. And then I have um, the time where I actually need to like have calls with potential clients. And then I need to have the time where I'm actually fulfilling the work to be done for those clients. And I think for me, I'll be totally honest. For me, the hardest part is finding the time to do the work for the clients because it's, it's, you know, you could do a quick 15 minute phone call. You can do a lot of my client, um, like getting my clients I can do for my phone. You know, when, when I'm with my kids, it's networking and groups and posting stuff. Um, but when I need to like sit down and actually do the work for my clients, that's when it's like, 
takes me way longer than it should because I'm constantly having those interruptions. So do you work with people that might be in a similar situation and, and have they been able, have you been able to help them find a solution to that? The 30 minute model is really just to either acquire clients or to move your business to launching. So that's where that hyper-focus comes in. Of course, depending on your business, just like you said, doing client work takes a lot more time. If I take on more clients, then I will be taking on those calls. I'm not counting that in the Mm hyper-focus model. And I do take that into account. Like I help people, I help my moms build businesses that they love, that feel really fulfilling. So they actually enjoy their work. They get juice out of their work just like I do. So during that hyper focused time. It is truly for just moving the business forward and acquiring clients. What you're talking about is doing the actual client work and that can take more time depending on what your business is. So yes, I do work with service providers. One of my moms, she left corporate. She was doing a corporate job and she's able to help busy coaches handle their back end. And she has that whole back end. I'm, you know, I'm not a tech person. She handles that whole back end so that you and I could take on more clients and not have to deal with that messy back end and drop client tasks and try to, you know, streamline our emails and our inboxes. And we calculated that she really only had to work four full days a month in order to make up her whole corporate salary, as long as you price yourself right. And that's part of my stay-at-home mom entrepreneur framework. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I was asking because I, I do get people saying like, oh, you work too much. Like, and you have the model of like working two hours a, a day and that's all you need to do. And you did, you, t- you did say like clients 15 to 20 hours a week, depending on what they need or want. Um, so I always am like, that would be so awesome if I could work just two hours a day. But for my business, I don't think it works because it does take me you know, multiple hours each day just to do the client work, then adding all the other stuff on top of it. So I want to just make sure that people are being realistic out there with the amount of work um, that is going to have to fit into your business. Of course, I do know that I can streamline what I do and probably cut down a lot of time being wasted, um, switching back and forth between activities. And, um, so that was the reason why I asked that question. Um, so I I really love the idea of the hyper-focused to the 30 minutes, because I think that's probably where a lot of people get stuck is like making that time to continue to bring clients in. Um, And also sometimes not using that time very wisely, (laughs) especially if you're networking on social media, you can get like lost in scrolling the feeds and, (laughs) and, you know, starting to chat with friends and maybe checking email and messages when it's not really what they were supposed to be doing. Exactly. That's what it addresses. That's why you use the framework to go from, like we said, F to G and you focus only on that. And I've listened to other podcasts that you've had and you've talked about in the past where you're trying to get it all done with the kids all wanting you. And then you have to restart again and refocus. And that's where a focus model, like if you set apart your time at night when you really are focusing on your client work and nothing can distract you because we know it's a time killer to have to refocus on what we're doing. And humans can only work in certain sprints and be really focused. And that's why it's nice to have these blocks where you just sprint it out. Absolutely. I think that's probably the biggest help that I have come 
to realize, because it's, it's a very simple concept. It's just a matter of like being open to changing (laughs) is like, if I get up an hour before my kids do, and then if I plan to maybe do an hour of work after they go to bed, if I need to. Um, And then also like something I'm implementing in this coming fall is I'm, I'm trying to hire a nanny to come like two days a week just to watch them for like three hours for those two days, (laughs) just so I can get that done. And I think that as mom entrepreneurs, we have to get a little bit creative like that, um, to make things work. And, you know, yes, we want to be home with our kids. Yes. Um, I think that some moms might feel a little bit guilty when they are like, they've decided to be at home with their kids, but then feel like they need to bring in someone to watch their kids or maybe send their kids to daycare for a little bit. Cause they're like, well, I'm staying home. I shouldn't have to do those things. You know, I should be home with them. But the reality is, is you're still running a business. Mom guilt is totally real. A lot of moms feel it. If you don't work, then you feel guilty for not working. And then your kids might not even know you work. When I was a full-time stay-at-home mom, my son truly didn't even know moms worked at all. He thought I went to college to get my degree in being a mom for real. (laughs) And I remember I was shocked when I first heard that. It was cute and funny because he was so young. And I do think it's a great example for the kids to show them that we are pursuing our passions. We're using our skills, our talents to help other people, to provide a wonderful service to the world because we are more than moms, even though we are moms first. And I want to commend you for hiring a nanny three hours a day, especially when you pay for that work. I'm almost sure that you are going to get a lot of stuff done in those three hour chunks. Absolutely. It's definitely motivating. Like I got to make this time worth it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, you walk them through this framework. Do you have any type of entrepreneur that you specifically like to work with or business owner that you like to work with? Or are you welcome all from all walks of life, all different industries, all different niches? My number one is that my people value fulfillment and meaning first. And then we marry that with high profit. That means something to me because as I disclosed my first business made multiple six figures, but I truly disliked it. I was not passionate about me, about it. It was out of alignment. So I want to attract people who care about fulfilling and meaningful work first. And then, you know, we already have full-time jobs that we don't get paid for called mom. So of course we're not going to work for peanuts. So that's when we bring in the high profit, but those are my main people. Now, as far as industry concerns, I have helped moms in so many different industries from gluten-free baking to like, and, uh, healthy meal prep service to lawyers specializing in a specific immigration law here in Southern California to my online moms who I just mentioned take care of the the back end work for busy coaches so that we don't have to and can take more clients to my other online mom she took her offline expertise and we brought her online and she runs law firms virtually because that's what she did before she became a mom. So it it runs the whole gamut. It just depends on the individual's person, like the individual person's skills, their gifts, their talents, what they want to do. And then we find the subset of that niche. So that's where I really shine. My superpower is finding the subset of the niche that is the most profitable. I just have a 20 year track record of that. I found 
out accidentally that when you niche, you get rich 20 years ago. And I've used that ever since in all of my business coaching. Is it just kind of like this? I mean, you called it your superpower. Is it something that you know, you dig into somebody's business and what their goals are and what their skills are. And then you just are, have those ideas come to you or do you have some sort of like step-by-step process that you can take someone through? Um, like, I don't know if there's any advice you can give right now on the episode, or is it really something that people need to like get on a call with you and you really need to like know them. (laughs) I would really love to be able to package this and I can in a general way. However, finding the subset of the niche, it's just something that comes to me. I even work with other coaches that are having clients in the industry and they've made calls with me just to find the subset of their niche. And I discuss that a lot. It's something I would love to be able to package it. Trust me, that is something I definitely would like to find. And it's, it's a tricky piece between finding what somebody's skills, passion, gifts are, and then measuring it on my profitability index to make sure that's very profitable and just having that talent to keep scaling down a business to what the person most enjoys and what's going to make them the most money and stand out the most in the marketplace. I think that that's, that's a really amazing talent to have. Um, I know for me, that's been the hardest part of, of starting my business now has been like niching it down (laughs) and deciding like, who do I want to work with? And, and the profitability thing is always, um, a problem because it's like, well, I could do this. I could work with these people and do this for them, but are they going to be able to pay me what I need them to pay me to be able to live? (laughs) Um, So that's a really awesome superpower to have. How, if someone is listening and is like, I really need Kat to help me, how can they get in touch with you for that purpose? Um, Do you have somewhere that you send people to get on a call with you or how can they get in touch with you? They can find me at sahmentrepreneur.com. Again, that's sahmentrepreneur.com. On the work with me page, there is a link to book a call directly with me. On the main page, I offer a free training with the basics of my framework. So you'll get the four key steps of starting a fulfilling high profit business. And there's also my community link, which leads me to my Facebook community. And I'm there almost daily. Awesome. Yeah. So that you kind of glossed over it, but you do have um, a full, like basically a full training. As he says, it's a 45 minute training on the four key steps to starting your own ideal high profit business. So that would be an excellent place for people to start if they're needing some help with that. Yes, that actually gives, I was discussing it with somebody and they were saying that gives 90% of the information needed to start a successful business. It does give the four key steps that somebody needs to start a business. I love that. It's, and, and it works for you to give that value away. <laughs> it's not hurting your business at all. Um, awesome. Okay. Are there any other tips that you wanted to give or any other final thoughts that you want to throw out there that we didn't get to? Yes. The number one marker for success is to decide that you are successful. Make a decision. Decide on success, not hoping for success, not wishing for success, not really, really wanting it. No, decide to be successful. And that is going to impart the 
other key factor of consistency. When you have decided to be truly successful, then that is what's going to make you show up day in and day out. And we all know that you can basically make any system successful and work for you when you work it, when you show up every day and you do the work and you know where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, hire a business coach. If you do know where you're going and you're showing up every single day, you're going to be successful. I love that. We'll just leave it right there. Great words. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kat, for being with us today. I've had a wonderful time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Now, have you ever wished that you could have a funnel builder or funnel designer on demand at your call whenever you needed them? Well, I want to invite you to go check out profunneldesigns.com where you can get a funnel builder for your team for a flat monthly fee and get whatever you need done anytime you need it. If you have existing funnels that need some optimization and redesigning, if you need new funnels built, then we can get new funnels built for you. And if you are just needing someone to manage what you already have going, then we can help with that as well. So head on over to profunneldesigns.com and check out what we can do for you.